Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. few things to talk about here. Cameron Smith did what you want somebody to do when you win a major. It wasn't that Rory lost it. Cameron Smith won it and proved that he's the best putter on tour. Home run derby tonight. And uh, Jackson Holiday, top pick of the uh, baseball draft by the Orioles. His father, of course, Matt Holiday. We'll hear from LeBron James, Tom Brady, a little bit later on in the program. There was something that happened over the weekend. And it's the same thing that happened a year ago. Earlier this year, Juan Soto turned down a 13-year, $330 million contract from the Nationals. This weekend, the Nationals upped the offer to 15 years, $440 million. He turned it down. That surprised a lot of people. The new deal would have given him the largest contract in the history of baseball. But the offer sheet wasn't enough to land Soto, who's one of the bright stars. He's only 23 years of age. And the offer may look impressive, but it would have made him the fifth highest paid player in baseball with the average salary of a 15-year contract. He's looking at $500 million, folks. Guaranteed. The Nationals have until August 2nd to find him a new home. And at 23 years of age, there's only a couple of teams that can afford $500 million, I would think. And I would start in New York and in Los Angeles. 
And I was wondering about the biggest deals of all time, because I've said this before about Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs got a bargain. Uh, Bryce Harper with the Phillies. I think the Phillies got uh, a deal on that, a bargain on that. Patrick Mahomes, $500 million for 12 years. Mike Trout, 426 for 12 years. Mookie Betts, 365 for 12 years. Fernando Tatis Jr., 340 for 14. That may turn out to be a bargain. Bryce Harper, 330 for 13 years. Giancarlo Stanton, 325 for 13 years. Garrett Cole, 324 for nine years. Manny Machado, 300 for 10. And then you go back to Alex Rodriguez, 275 for 10. And then you start looking at what these athletes get paid per game. Lionel Messi is in a own stratosphere. $33 million per game. Patrick Mahomes, $2.6 million. Dak Prescott, 2.5. Deshaun Watson, 2.4. Russell Wilson, 2.1. Uh, so you start to look at these numbers, and you know it feels like you're video game numbers, but they're real. And if I'm Juan Soto and I'm 23 years of age, do I want to spend 15 years with the Nationals? But you start to look at this and you're going, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. 15 years, one place, do you trust the organization? How many managers are you going to have? And as you move forward with this, um, do you want to be in a bigger market, a better market? And that's where it comes down to New York and L.A. Uh, Paulie corrected me. Now, I got Messi. That was the four years with Barcelona. I have him when he was at Barcelona. He's still by far the most. He made $3.75 million per match. $3.75 million, which is still the biggest in all sports. Hmm. I got him at uh, more than that. So if, if you look at four-year deal with Barcelona with $670 million, I'm going to guess that's a little more than what you gave me your average. I think he plays like 40 matches a year. I don't know. Oh, yeah. $33 million per sounds like a nice one, though. Yeah, it does. It does. So he's in a whole different stratosphere. But I do understand, as strange as this is going to sound, if I'm Juan Soto and I'm 23, do I want to sign for 15 years? Now, you do get security, but if I'm Juan Soto, I'm going to bet on myself. Why not do five years, six years? You want to, you want to make sure that you get to capitalize on that next deal as well. So if you do five and throw out whatever number you want to throw out, uh, you know, can you do five for two hundred million, and then you get to be twenty eight, twenty nine years of age? You bet on yourself again. You know, Dak Prescott did that, and not everybody's willing to do that. You want that security, but you start to look at these contracts here, and it feels like, oh, it can't get any higher than this. And then you realize it it has, and it will continue to get higher. With the, you know, look at the amounts of money that are that is made by the NFL. I mean, you, you know, you're getting the red zone and some of those things, billions of dollars. And then you throw in the network dollars on this. And these players are getting paid in accordance to what the owners are getting, or at least what their piece of the pie is. But 15 years at that kind of money, I know it sounds crazy to turn it down, but I think he would be a bargain at 
15 years at $440 million. Yeah, Paul. I was looking at Mahomes' contract, and you're right. In six years from now, in 2027, he'll make $42 million for that season. Yeah. He'll probably be the 10th highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. Going to be a bargain. And I think at the time, we thought, God, $500 million. Well, you look at the total number, but then you, you, you have to average this out, and you say, okay, what's he going to be? What are the salary? Like, at what point is somebody going to be a $100 million a year player? In what sport? Is it going to be the NFL with a quarterback? Could baseball get there? Uh, basketball, you already got guys, you know, $60 million for Damian Lillard. It's not that far away where somebody's going to make that kind of money. Yeah, see. It can't. In in our lifetime, it's going to happen. Now, I don't know if there's a collapse. Like, yeah. I, I don't necessarily have, I don't think the idea of somebody making $100 million a year or whatever is that crazy. Yeah. But it's that then all of the other dudes that are then going to make 95, 90, 85, 80, like it's going to slot out yeah. that way that you couldn't possibly sustain that. You don't think so. And you look at the NBA, but you're only paying, what, five guys a lot of money, and then you're paying, you know, eight guys kind of middle of the road money. Now, middle of the road might be $45 million a year, but it makes you wonder how much money is coming in. Because if you're sending that out, and that's just a portion of it, you're like, what are you, what are you guys getting? If they're getting that, that's what I want to know. Yeah, Paul. I saw this interview with Barkley the other day, and he goes, I'm mad at my mom. I wish she would have had me like seven, eight years later. I'd be loaded. <laughs> Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This program brought to you by the great folks at M-Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy, support healthy testosterone with clinically tested ingredients backed by science. Just for my listeners, get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn, only $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. All right, Seaton, what kind of poll question do we have today? Dan, well, you hit on it a little bit, but first hour, I think we go with uh, the Open Championship. Rory McIlroy lost? No. Cam Smith won. Yeah, Cam Smith was brilliant. He was. That's what you want. Birdies, he made clutch putts, and just Rory didn't have any magic. There was just nothing there. You know, sometimes when you go, oh, he played poorly or he had a couple of bad holes. He didn't. He just didn't have great holes. Here is Rory and his feelings after the round. Here with Rory McIlroy. Rory, eight years since your last major, certainly not the finish you had envisioned here at St. Andrews. Can you share what your thoughts were coming off the 18th green moments ago? Um, yeah, just disappointment, I guess. You know, I, I had a, a great opportunity just to, today to to add to that major tally and I didn't quite get it done um, didn't feel like I did many things wrong but um, the putter just sort of uh, went cold on me there pretty much throughout the round you know what I, I've always loved Rory's one of my favorite interviews because he actually thinks about your question and you could hear that five second pause so that's five minutes after he just finished his round after he realized this was going to be his event. Nobody's had a better two-month run than Rory McIlroy from the public perspective. And it felt like everybody was rooting for Rory because he represented the PGA Tour. 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews, and he fell short. But Cam Smith, Cam Smith uh, was asked about uh, 
how he's going to party tonight with the uh, Claret Jug. You sit outside, you can have a few beers tonight and fill the cup. Have you <laughs> estimated how many beers it's going to take in there to, uh, to drink it all? I'm going to guess two. Yeah. Two cans of beer. How I'm many more guess. will you have after that? Uh, I'll probably have about 20 Claret Jugs. <laughs> <laughs> a new measuring stick for beers. How many beers you had? Uh, I've had four Claret Jugs. But while he's not a personality... With with what he says, he's a personality with how he looks because there's the mullet, uh, the kind of the hint at a it's like a high school mustache. But, it, it, you know, there's nothing impressive about him when you see him other than he he just makes makes putts. He's the best putter on tour. And everybody knows that, too. That's one of those cool things where you go, that dude, if it comes down to putting that dude right there and uh you know, I think he's embraced the Joe Dirt look, and that's going to be his personality. Because he, I think he said, "Look, this is, you know, I've been on this run, you know, growing my hair like this." But you know, he's had some fun things to say. I think he's a little bit overwhelmed by all of this, and rightfully so. Uh, there's nothing that teaches you how to be in front of a camera. There's nothing that you go, "Hey, I'm ready for this." You learn how to get in front of a camera to be able to say some things, and he couldn't even put his thoughts together. But you're on this big stage, maybe the biggest stage you'll ever be on, and you would think, hey, just play well. And then we get you to the uh, trophy presentation, then we want to hear almost something that complements how you play. And he just is a matter-of-fact guy who probably is like, uh, I'm really good at playing golf. I don't know. I just, I'm overwhelmed, and I'm going to have some beers tonight. Yeah, Seton. Are golfers superstitious like other athletes are? You know how baseball players are famously superstitious, yeah. right? Are golfers the same way? Yeah. They have the same routine. Everything's about routine. Like Rory gets to the course three hours before his round. Uh, certain guys, it has to be, this is the order, this is you know the clubs that I use when I'm on the driving range, then we go, we chip, and then we go putt. It's all about that. How I look, uh, how I mark my ball, yeah, they're, they're, there's a routine, a formula for them. But it was fun to watch because you did have the element of the live tour, and Dustin Johnson, who I thought could win this thing, played well but not well enough, and you had some reaction uh, visceral reactions to some of the golfers. But I think this is where we're headed. And, you know, what, what is interesting is, you know, Cam Smith was asked about, hey, uh, what about you going to the Live Tour? And he's like, I just won the Open Championship. But then he says, you know, I leave that up to my people. You can't say I leave it up to my people. I just won the Open Championship. This is all I care about. This is all I want. But he's inexperienced. So he probably told you what's really happening. And look, that price just went up. You know, <laughs> he, he may want to renegotiate. He might might want a uh, Juan Soto deal here. Yes, he, especially off of Brooks Kepka. Just what oh, felt like last yeah. week being like, yeah. uh, come on, guys, it's the U.S. Open. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Oh, and I'm leaving. <laughs> you feel like that announcer could come today. That yeah, he's I haven't even work. thought about it. Wait, your brother's on the live tour. I hadn't even thought. My brother is. I didn't even know that. Come on, guys, a little respect for the week. Huh? Come on. <laughs> 
Yes, Tom. Is there a grace period? Does he got to wait if he really wanted to go to live? Do you wait 48 hours after yeah. holding up the claret jug? I'd wait till Wednesday, you know, middle of the week. Make, you know, get back home to Florida and then then you can make the announcement. How many claret jugs does he have before he lets it slip? <laughs> How many? When's the next? Oh, the next live tour one is in New Jersey, I think. That's it. Donald Trump's course in Bedminster. I think that I don't know if that's a couple of weeks from now. I, I'm not even sure the schedule for the uh, live tour feels like it's every couple of weeks there. Yeah, Paul. With his hair, he should said, I'm going to the L-I-V-I-N tour. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon 
his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Tom Brady was on a podcast with Jim Farley. He's the Ford CEO. It's called The Drive with Jim Farley. And, and a lot of this had to do with money. How, you know, athletes prepared for money when they get money. And Tom, what did you do when you got your first paycheck or your first $100,000? Uh, Jim Farley asked Tom Brady, what's your formula to keeping your kids' feet on the ground? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, obviously a great question. And it's probably the hardest thing for us as parents, you know, with myself and my wife. My wife grew up in rural, you know, Brazil, the furthest state south, uh, Rio Grande de Sul, very small kind of farming town, very simple girl. You know, there were two bedrooms in their house, one for their parents and one for her and her five sisters. You know, and I grew up in, and I would say a middle-class family in California. My dad worked his ass off for our family. My mom stayed at home, took care of us kids. Mm. And I saw my mom work every day to make food for us at night and, you know, wash our clothes. And, you know, they supported us by coming to all our games. And, you know, it was amazing, you know. And then I look at my life with my family, and it's so fast. I mean, it's just... We have people that clean for us. We have people that make our food. We have people that drive mm-hmm. us to the airport if we need that. You know, we get off the, we get off a plane mm-hmm. and there's people waiting there for us and we get ushered in. And it's just, that's my kids reality, which is the hard part to say, guys, this is not the way reality really is, you know, and what can we do about that? I think we can try to create experiences that are more along the lines of what most kids go through, even though they'll still have mm-hmm. experiences that a lot of kids never do have and never it's hard to 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 make those things up too you know i can't say hey we're gonna go back and live on uh, portola drive in san mateo because mm-hmm. you know it's it's pretty hard thing to do just for privacy purposes and so forth so sure. i don't know the right answer you know i don't know the right answer as a parent there's a lot of things i'm still learning as a parent i know that i've screwed up a lot of things that's the reality of being a parent but you know you just hope you can show them enough things to realize that when they are doing things that are, are selected for mom and dad to make our lives more convenient. That, that is a treat. You know, that is a something that is, is not what every kid goes through. Now it's a rich guy talking to a rich guy and you know, the CEO of Ford can probably relate to that of what you give your children. That was the context of it. And, and most of the podcast had to do with money, making money, how you save money, how you spend money, and then you have the children involved in this. Now, when you read it, or if you just see a quote where it's, oh, woe is me, we make all this money, and our struggles are the, the hardest part of parenting is trying to get our kids to understand, we make this money, we made this money, we're afforded these luxuries, but your life may not be the same as you get older, or you shouldn't expect it, or you should make your own money. And this is Tom Brady's reality. We can't relate to it. I mean, you could you could try to put yourself in, in his position, but even then, you can't relate to it. So I think it comes off as, oh, oh, poor Tom. Oh, woe is me. Got all this money. You know, his wife makes more than he does. 
Combined, they probably have half a billion dollars, if not more. And then Tom's got his Fox deal coming up. You got private jets. You got chauffeurs. You got housekeepers. You got chefs. I mean, you got all of these things. But these are things that they both earned. And I think that's what Tom is trying to say. Is it the hardest thing with parenting? Uh, maybe it is for him right now. And maybe it is for him and his wife. But he he has... If he thinks it's the hardest part, he's got a real awakening coming up when they become teenagers and then all of a sudden there's dating going on and then there's boyfriends or there's girlfriends and, you know, there's a lot of things. There's peer pressure. Uh, So in his world, this is his world. And while I can't relate to it, I can understand what he's saying that I'm worried about this for my kids. And there have been so many, you read these stories, that more money, more problems. And people always go, well, I'll take, I'll take the more problems. There's a lot of people who've had a lot of money, and they didn't know how to raise their children because of that. And it's tricky. There are things that I get to do that are a luxury for my children. But I just said that I made this money, you make your money. You go out and you have to establish yourself. You have to have a job. And, you know, there, there's some tough, tough conversations you have to have. And you have to let them know that they think, well, because you have it, therefore it's going to be theirs. But it is a, a conversation that has uh, been had in my family many times. And I am nowhere near what Tom Brady is. But in his world, with his perspective, uh, with his wife, You know, I respect him saying that, but I don't know if everybody's going to listen to the context of what he's saying there. Instead of, oh, woe is me, you got people who are struggling paying gas prices or food, finding formula for their babies. I mean, there's so many things that are just every day that are bigger, that are life and death. And uh, I think that's where Tom, Tom will come off as out of touch with people. But he's being asked this question by somebody who may understand exactly what Tom is talking about. Yeah, Mark. Do you think for people like Michael Jordan's kids, LeBron's kids, Brady's kids, the hunger isn't there? Like, I'm not putting myself in that spot. But for me, like, look, I'm trying to get out of poverty. I'm I'm hungry. Like, I want to do this. And if you're Bronny or whoever else, you know, Brady's kids, like, we already got it. Do you think Brady and LeBron are like, no, 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 I have it. You're just my kid. And both of them, you know, Brady came from nowhere. I'm not going to say he didn't have money, but he, but he, he came from nowhere as being one of the greatest of all time. You know, he didn't start, uh, you know, his entire career at Michigan, and, you know, being a starting quarterback, and then came into the league and, you know, mid-first round or mid-draft uh, pick, mid-round draft pick. Uh, LeBron, single-parent family. Um. You know, and you hope his son, Bronny, is doing well. Living in that shadow appears to be doing pretty well. You're never quite sure. You know, I don't know if Michael Jordan has talked about that with your children. Uh, Magic Johnson with his... I mean, you could go down the list of guys who have made money and what happens to your children. What do they think is reality? Yes, he... Uh, Shaq had a... And to be fair, there are lots of people with no money who can't raise their kids either. Um, But... (laughs) Uh, True. Shaq had a very funny sound bite. Like sometime in the, the last year or so, 
uh, where his kids were talking about how we're rich. Yeah. And he was like, nah, we're not rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. You haven't made anything, but yeah. I made a lot of money. And also you parent sometimes opposite of how you were parented growing up. Because, you know, coming from a family of six, we didn't have anything. But, you know, that I never wanted my kids to go through what I went through, where you didn't. I wore hand me ups from my my brother, who's two years older, but he's five, ten and I'm six, three. And I'd wear his clothes. It's pretty humbling. But I never forgot that. Even a car. I had a bicycle till I was 18. You just it stays in your mind. But my wife always says they got it. They have to establish themselves. If you give it to them, they don't know what, like the struggle of getting over that. Like you get to get through that, um, you know, mowing golf greens. I graduated from college. and I was mowing golf greens. That was my first job out of college paying, you know, $2 and 20 cents an hour, but I never forgot it. My wife says they need experiences like that. But then there's part of me, it's like, God, I was so humbled. I'd go into school and people would laugh what I you know, was dressed like. Didn't have a car. You know, didn't have a bicycle built for two to take a date you know, with Jenny Batchy. <laughs> Man. No, it was kind of sad. Say, do you want to walk someplace? <laughs> well, the mall's a couple of miles away. All right, if we get started now. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, there's no back seat on a bike, right? No. <laughs> no back seat. No, there's not. I read this article once about the actress, comedian Julie Louis Dreyfus, and she's from a really wealthy family, like yeah. truly wealthy. Yeah. And she said it was for her it was the opposite. Her parents kept the money away from her and tried to f- keep it from her and she said the money let her do what she wanted to do in life. And she's other people may have gone into the business world to make your own money. She knew she had that backup, but she went into comedy and acting and she but she said it, it could have she had a lot of friends where it went the other way who just did nothing. That you grew up with. Yeah. You know, Brady's getting roughed up on social media. Uh, but if you li- just listen, you know, to the context of what he's trying to say, it it's his problems. And you might say those are nice problems to have. And he might even agree it's a nice problem to have to try to figure out because we do have this money. But when you're raising those kids and what they think is theirs and what is yours, and those those lines get blurred. So. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Macs with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon. And honestly, I was speechless. And, you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Bring in Brian Cranston, the great actor who joins us now. Um, How would you describe your look there, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Well, uh, DP, I'd probably describe it as an old lion being eaten by jackals. Okay. Uh, I, I uh, you know, thanks for all those uh, Unabomber and uh, David Letterman uh, yeah. things. Um, no, I, I am doing a, a show. I'm doing a show. Actually, I'm, I'm in uh, really good shape. I had to, I dropped a lot of weight. I'm uh, now at 169. For my 5'11 height, and uh, my nutritionist says uh, I'm still gaining in muscle. So, hey, at 66, man, I can't argue with that. Okay, so what's the role you're playing? I can't tell you that. Uh, I, it's, it's a little bit of a secret. Is this um, the Better Call Saul appearance? No. Have you already no. shot that? 
Yeah, we already shot that. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron Paul and I were whisked away in the the darkness of night, truly, uh, flown in secretly, really? uh, got into an SUV, driven to uh, an Airbnb, and told we can't leave. He had the upper <laughs> unit, I had the bottom unit, and it was like, that's it. We stayed there for four days, with the exception of sneaking off to the stage to shoot our uh, our scene. Why the secrecy? Well, because, you, you, you know, I guess they, they just didn't want it to get out. You know, you want you want it to be nice surprises. Then all of a sudden uh, we heard our the executive producers just saying, yeah, they're going to be. in this. <laughs> like, oh, I guess we can let this out. now. You know? so. What role do you play in the role that you'll play in, in this cameo? Like, are you allowed to say to Vince Gilligan, what about I, this? I, I play the role of Walter White in the. In no, no, no. But you're <laughs> the input of being Walter. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, with someone like Vince Gilligan or Peter Gould, who co-EP uh, Better Call Saul, you, I mean, you just have complete trust in them. You know, you just say, where, where do you want me to go? I'll show up whenever you want. And, and they protect the characters and the storyline so well that you're, you don't have to ask those questions. Just do what they ask. How hard is it to get back into that character? You know, it was, a, it was a little interesting, but once, you know, I mean, it's like if you sit behind that microphone with all your, you know, your your uh, action figures and, and play dolls there, uh, you know, you, you sit back there and all of a sudden you go, oh, I know this. I, I know. I know where I am. And uh, and you just you feel at home. But I'm not acting like a great radio host. I am a great radio host. There's a difference. Well, there's one adjective that might be replaced in that sentence. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not one to say, uh, you know, might be superlative. Okay, so no. a good radio host. Or it might even be better than great. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm not committing. When does this episode come out? You know, I don't even know. Because <laughs> Is that a I, secret as well? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, we uh, we had to go when both Aaron and I were free in our schedules, and that was April of 2021. So we were in for four days, and because we shot everything out of sequence, I, I don't even know what episode it was that we were in. I don't remember. When did you guys decide that you wanted to go into the tequila business or mezcal? We're in the mezcal business. It was three years after the end of Breaking Bad. We didn't see much of each other for those three years because, you know, life happens and you go your own way. And we were at a sushi bar in New York City, and, and we said, man, I miss you. I know. What, what can we do? And this is the difference between men and women. Women are so much smarter. They say, I miss you. Let's get together and have dinner and things like that. But men, we go, oh, we got to have, we got to play golf, or we got to do, do tennis, or we have, we have to have a business together. We, we can't just see, see each other. So we started a business together because we wanted to spend more time with each other. And, and, but we're glad we did because Dos Hombres is just crushing it. Good for you. Uh, we're talking to Brian Cranston. He's in uh, Jerry, and Mar- uh, Jerry and Marge Go Large. That's on Paramount Plus with uh, Annette Benning. And, yeah. Uh, it's actually uh, an, an uh, uplifting story, right? You know, it's just the, this is the, the movie that I wanted to do coming out of the lockdown. 
I wanted to feel more of a sense of community and and connectivity with people and to be uplifted. And it's like I didn't want to feel that oppression anymore. And this this movie, Jerry and Marge, it really is. It's a sweet one, man. I'm telling you, guys, if you you sit down, watch it with your lady, you're going to have a good time and um, and and glad that you spent the 90 minutes. Also, uh, if you haven't seen Annette Bening in uh, The Grifters. Do, oh, yeah. do yourself a favor and watch her and, and do some research there. Watch her in uh, Grifters, Angelica Houston, John Cusack, some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, how would you uh, rate your performance in the celebrity softball game? I would give myself maybe a B minus. I, um, I, you know, Adrian Beltre came up and he was trying to crush it. And of course, whenever you try to crush anything, you foul tip. And he fouled one off and I ran back and I hit it hit in the heel of my glove and I dropped it. And that was embarrassing. I was catching at the time. And then the second time I thought, I, if he does that again, I am getting that ball. And he did it again. And it went over by the third base coach's box. And I ran my ass off. I got over there and I, and I caught it to finish the inning. So that was good. I also caught a fly ball in left field. I got one base hit. Uh, fielder's choice. And then at the end, uh, last inning, we're down by two runs and the umpire, I, the ball comes in. I, I lean back a little bit because it would have grazed my chest. Had I not, I lean back, drops down and he calls it a strike which gave me the perfect opportunity to go bananas on the guy. You know, it's like, I said, you know, I did the, <laughs> I did, you know, a little Billy Martin and uh, mm. Earl Weaver job on him. I dusted him with some, with some of Dodger stadium's finest and then threw a bucket of bubble gum at him. And, you know, it's like, and then uh, JK Simmons came in and tried to, you know, tried to get, get me to calm down a little bit, but, I even had people then say, man, you were really mad. And I'll go, really? That's what you thought? <laughs> wow. Okay. Did you, uh, who did you want to meet with these celebrities there? You know, when celebrities get together, you guys all act like you know each other or you should, you're all in the same sort of you know, fraternity. Or hey, man, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan. So I was, uh, I was jonesing out on big poppy and Beltre and, uh, CC Sabathia was really cool. And the guys I played with Sean green and Andre Ethier, former Dodgers, yeah. they were great. They were great. And, uh, it was, it was really fun. You know, us uh, was, was great. It was, um, Hunter Pence was, is a good dude. Uh, even though he's a giant, you know, at heart, I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. He got booed. I think, uh, and deserve it. Yeah, so. absolutely. And and Jenny Finch wasn't pitching the way Jenny Finch pitches, right? No, I mean, uh, I think um, I, who was it who came up to bat? I, I think I think it was uh, either uh, I think it was Adrian Beltre came up to bat once, and and she did one pitch as she would pitch that <laughs> ball, and I go, man, I'm glad I wasn't catching that because that thing, man, she is, she hums it. Uh, are you are you in New Orleans? I am. I'm in New Orleans. And the last time I spoke to you when you were in New Orleans, you were doing a series. Yeah. You said it was a one and done series. You said, you know, my son dies at the end. Of course, we're not going to do another 
year of that, a season of that. Well, first of all, thanks for giving away the ending for those who didn't see the first season. That's really appreciative. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Are, are you doing a second season of this? We are going to do a second oh, season. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, I'm not the idiot that you called me. I never called you an idiot. You, it was it was inferred that I said, oh, you got to do another uh, you know, season. And then you're the one that said, my son dies at the end. But I never said that on the air, did I? I think you did. Did but, I? I mean, you should still watch the series. I thought it was really well done, Your Honor. Thank you. So, so you're going to do another? Is that why you're? Is that the look here, Your Honor? Are you on the run in Your Honor? You know, your journalistic probative questions are really starting to to (laughs) sink in here. This is really, really good. Uh, I'm not at liberty to to discuss that. It is a highly kept secret here in the entertainment world, uh, and we keep those you know close to heart. I respect that. I appreciate that. All right. Well, yeah. great to talk to you. I'm glad you, you survived. Too. You too, guys. I really, really miss you. When you come out to L.A., let us know. Our friend Steve and I are working together. So um, please say hello. Come where we'll have dinner. Hey, how do I find you? You know, I'm at 555. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You I, know where I, got, I know where to find you. I yeah. know where to find you. Yeah. I'll just call Will Farrell. He'll tell me where you are. Just call Will Farrell. This uh, I just want to say at this this celebrity game. Yeah. I've at the end of five innings, I was throbbing. <laughs> My legs felt like dead tree trunks. I have a contusion. Oh, wow! Look at that. I have a I have a laceration and a hematoma, Damn. and I and I got hit in the chest in batting practice by <laughs> Anthony Ramos. I mean, it's like I was getting lazy and throwing the ball and just saying, how am I going to pitch tonight? You know, like then throwing some spins and things. And he connected with a line drive from about 25 feet away and wham, right in my upper chair. I have a big bruise up here. It's, it's, it's nasty business. Take you know? off your shirt. Let me see it. I'm not going to take off my oh, shirt. Okay. I know you want to see me with my, my shirt. I know that. I've seen you in your underwear. Yeah, see, I just it's just what America wants. You can't always give it to you. I have to be a little circumspect. All right. Uh, great to talk to you. Stay in touch. You too, ma'am. Good luck, and I hope things are turn around for you. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thanks, guys. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. 